We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. God rest ye merry gentlemen. I've already lost it. I've already lost it. Merry Merry Christmas, Sister Twain. Do you think that's what hell sounds like? Just two dissonant. Two drunk, dissonant individuals singing Christmas carols. They're each own Christmas. So you chose Carol of the Bells. Why was that? So I really love that song because it's so like creepy almost. Yeah, it's a little creepy. I chose God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. I don't know why. <laughs> but I will say this. <laughs> I don't know why. I sure don't like Jesus, but I sure like songs about him at Christmas time. Do you like Merry Gentlemen? Yes, I do. <laughs> that fair. Do I do like, like Merry Gentlemen. Do you like them resting? I love some resting Merry Gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm Jack Coffee. I am Latter Day Twaint. And this is a podcast we record. What's a podcast, Sister Twain? <laughs> Well, imagine you can hear really well. In your ear holes? Yeah, but that's the only thing you can do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How come your description of a podcast always involves you have lost all your other senses and you are strapped to a gurney and they are piping our voices into your ear holes? I don't know. Anyway. Hey, how, how did your name Jack Coffee come about again? I forget. Have we talked about this before? Yeah, but I want you to say it again. <laughs> Wait, have, I, don't, I really don't remember talking about this. So I was using the app Whisper, which was an app where you could sell Whisper. secrets. Whisper. <laughs> it's an app where you can like post a secret and then people can reply to it. It was kind of the first place that I was sort of experimenting with like being gay, like mm-hmm. talking about guys I thought were hot mm-hmm. or like fantasies I had or whatever. And that was just the name it auto-generated for me. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I really am. It was like, here's your username, Jack Coffee. And uh, I was like, great. I thought you picked that because you thought it was funny oh, no, not and at anonymous all. Not a hun- to use for your porn no. Twitter. No, I mean, I do have a porn Twitter. I know. That has uh, that name. Yeah. Please don't follow it. <laughs> but. Uh, I didn't know the Whisper story. Yeah, it was from Whisper. Just auto-generated, like the yeah. universe giving you a little gift. It really did, like a little gift. Yeah. How did you come up with the name Latter-day Twain? Um, well, I've mentioned this many, many, many times, but one of my favorite Instagram accounts is, um, oh, no, she twin. Right. And I really like that. And every time she changes her, so there's one, one is your name and one is your handle. Right, right, right. So the at... Right. Is that the handle? I have no fucking idea. Okay. Anyway, her at is, oh no, she twitting. And every time she changes the name, because people do that, yeah. you know, it has a twa in it for okay. Twitter. Okay. And I just was like. You wanted some of that one day, action. One yeah. day, it just came to me. I could have an Instagram account where I just talk about sex. Right. And. You're twaint. And. Twain came to me because Saint ain't. I grew up saying ain't like, right? It was going out of style because you're from the Bayou. Yeah, um, taint. Right. Which and I didn't know what that was until I was like 29. A taint. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and faint. No, I'm just kidding. So so here anyway. we are. So here Jack we are. Coffee developed by Whisper <laughs> and Latter Day Twain developed by Taints. Mm. Somewhat. 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 So this is a podcast that we record mm-hmm. on a on a device called an iPhone. Yeah, that's all we hear. We hit record. We start talking. Um, and and we talk about Mormonism. We mm-hmm. talk about sexuality. Mm-hmm. We talk about horniness. We, we talk, talk about, about being single parents. We talk about being single parents. We talk about my cat that's sitting on my lap right now. We talk about media. We do. And pop we do. Culture. We do. We talk about all those things yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. So here we are. It's fascinating. Re- recording a podcast. <laughs> so, um, you have any women's work? So women's work is what we, is the, just sort of the business we need to take care of, the housekeeping. Right. Um, I was confused because when you say the business, I thought of my vagina. That's true because usually I refer to the vagina. The vagina? But the vagina. the business. <laughs> I don't really have any women's work um, other than... 
it's Christmas week. Uh, it's the week of Christmas. Fuck. We're recording this on the 23rd of right. December, Christmas Eve Eve. So I'm hopeful that when this posts, that you need a little respite, a little reprise. <laughs> Are either of those actual words? Respite uh-huh. and reprise? Okay. Except you pronounce it respite. Respite. Yeah. You need a respite or a slight reprise uh-huh. from your family yeah. for the holiday season. Of course you do. You, we all damn. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping that like you can put like one ear pod in. And you're just like quietly listening yeah. while the family's like doing the puzzle. Why do people do puzzles at Christmas time? It's weird. Everyone on Instagram's like, did our holiday puzzle? I know. That's I don't like get a it. summer reading thing. Everyone no, just go fuck I don't off. Get it. Yeah. So listen. Okay, Christmas plans. Yes. What are you doing? Well, I'm I- proud to announce. <laughs> so have I talked about this on the pod? I don't remember. Anyway. I don't think so. Uh, so my in my family, there are many children. And you have talked about that. You're one of eight. Most of the children on Christmas Eve are with their in-laws. And my own children are with their mom mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So I don't usually have Christmas Eve plans. So what I've done for the last several years mm-hmm. is I have either hosted something or I have gone to dinner with my mother and my single brothers. Mm-hmm. And it's fine and it's been fun, whatever. Well, this year, I just didn't want to. And it was very, I mean, I was very torn apart inside because of it. But I just, like, I love my mom. We have a pretty decent relationship. But I also know that every time I spend time with her, she's going to at some point bear her testimony, invite me to return to the church, Uh something, (laughs) invite invite me, something of that (laughs) nature. And to be fit, to, to be totally honest, does not do that to my two brothers who are with me who are also not members of the church. What the hell? It's because I have children. So like, oh, I'm, right, like right. I'm like higher on the to save list. Right. Like she's got to save me because that saves my kids. Yeah. And once she saves me, then she can worry about my ingrate brothers with no children. Like they're just like lower on the priority exactly, list. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, I just was like, I don't want to do that this year. I don't want to... I don't want to hang out with her because I know that at some point there will be some testimonies born or whatever. But I was completely torn up about it like in a total tizzy like messaging my sister like what am I gonna do and she was like just calm the fuck down there's like 10 people (laughs) in our family like someone else will plan something with mom and so we have a family group chat group thread like text thread Mm -hmm. and my mom was texting about Christmas plans or whatever and I just said um I said I'm not available Christmas Eve but I'll be available Christmas Day kind of amidst everyone else saying like oh yeah we'll be there Christmas Day or oh sorry we're going to be going to this person's house or whatever and I said that and like nothing happened the world didn't blow up I can't believe it so my and then my two brothers planned my two single brothers planned something with my mom and my one brother was like are you sure you don't want to come like we're just going to go to dinner like come with us and I was like no I don't want to I'm not going to So I'm not going. Oh, my God. And guess what I'm doing? What? I'm going to sit in my goddamn house by myself. <laughs> like, I had a couple friends that, like, I had an option to maybe hang out with friends or whatever. But I just thought, no, I just want to, like, I work. So, I'm, you know, I'll be at work most of the day. On Christmas Day? On Christmas Eve. Oh, this is oh. Christmas Eve. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is Christmas Eve. So I'm going to um, work. And then I'm going to get off work. And I'm going to come home. I plan a nice meal that I want to make for myself. <gasps> I'm going to make a nice meal. Oh, my God. I love this. I'm going to sit in my house. Oh, that you love. That I love. Yes. And that's all. That's it. That's uh, my Christmas that's, Eve plans. That's fucking amazing. And then on Christmas Day, we will go visit my mom with my kids. Oh, you're going to? Okay. Because they like that, too. They like seeing their cousins. Sure, and, sure. You know, whatever. Yeah. So that's fine. But, um, yeah, that's my Christmas plans. Bravo. But, like, it's a big deal for me. That I didn't, because for some reason, even though there are eight siblings in my family, I feel like I, like I felt like if I don't plan something, my mom will just be laying on her kitchen floor, sopping into a dish towel. You know what I mean? (laughs) But then I didn't plan something and then other people plan things and then my mom was fine and she didn't even, hasn't even once time said, how come you're not hanging out with us on Christmas Eve? Although I'll admit, and then I'll let you tell what your Christmas plans are. Uh I'm a tiny bit nervous for like Christmas Day when she's like, oh, so what did you do last night? Yeah. Because do I lie or do I just say, I just sat at home by myself. I just tell the truth, right? Well, you just, yeah, you're not like out sucking dick. Like paying for sex I was just out sucking dick. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if I said I was just out paying for sex? (laughs) Because I can't give this away. So tell me, tell me your issue with poss- with just telling her I just 
spent the evening alone. Because in my mind, mm-hmm. if I was home and if I didn't have plans, mm-hmm. then why wasn't I just with her and my brothers? Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So then just not that you have to do this, mm-hmm. but for your own peace of mind, you could just say, I had a night to myself, which was sorely needed. <gasps> That's a great way to say it. I know. I like that. So what are your Christmas plans, Sister Twain? I think I've mentioned this, but um, my youngest child, Jack, and I are going to New York City to see my daughter, Emma, who lives out there. I love it. She works in um, Chelsea at Hudson Yards Uh at a new Spanish market called Mercado Little Spain um, that Jose Andreas started. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. He's not a big deal. And she lives in Brooklyn. Are you staying with her? We are. She says her place is really big, and I said to her... Uh, Gary, uh, <laughs> we haven't chosen a name for all of my children, and right. I usually just say their names anyway. But I was just like, I have no problem getting a hotel, finding a cheap hotel. I am not the kind of person who just shows up and expects right, right, to right, stay right, with right. you. Yeah, there's a whole like space thing. There's a whole wearing out your welcome thing. Right. I don't want to make any assumptions. And she said. You are abs. It's absolutely fine with me for you to stay here as long as you want. And does so, she live by herself or does she have roommates? Uh, she has two roommates. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, but she like says it's really big. Big plans while you're there. Do you have yes. things you want to see? Like, what are we doing in New York? So, are you seeing any Broadway shows? <laughs> Broadway shows. So, I I left the choice up to Jack as far as Broadway shows. Okay. Jack is my musical theater kid. All of my kids have dabbled, except for my other son, who enjoys watching, but no involvement whatsoever. But Jack is the one who's uh, putting some real dedication into it. Um, So I let him choose. And his top three choices were either Beetlejuice. Oh, Jesus. Which is already closing. I don't know know why. I know. Fuck Broadway. Um, But he still didn't didn't care. He wanted to see it. Uh, Or Hadestown. Okay. Or Tootsie. Oh, I didn't know Tootsie was back on Broadway. Because whoever is in the lead role is an actor that Jack really likes. And oh, so that's Tootsie? Yeah. Okay. Jack doesn't know anything about Tootsie. Right. I was like, why did you choose that? You haven't seen the movie or anything. And right. he said something about the actor. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. So it turns out Tootsie is the only one we could get discount tickets for. Oh, awesome. So we're going to Tootsie. Great. Um, we're going to see Star Wars with Emma. Oh, good. Um, we love a Star Wars. On Christmas Eve, we are going to have a traditional English Christmas meal at a tavern called the Churchill Tavern. Oh my God, that sounds so great. Yeah, and on Christmas Day, I just kind of like, I was like Googling places that would be open on Christmas Day, and I chose a French place. Great. Called Chez Josephine. So you're just going to go there for lunch or dinner or whatever? Yeah, and then we're just going to eat Subway rats for all the rest of our meals. It's amazing. <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> Sushi style. Meaning I mean, raw. <laughs> so merry christmas <laughs> yeah so we wanted to give you guys a little christmas episode like i said you know you can listen tomorrow i mean we're gonna publish this tonight yeah tomorrow is christmas eve yes. so maybe you're listening to this while you're preparing your baked goods wrapping presents, wrapping presents driving down to your mom's house jacking off jacking off oh god do you think people listen while they jack off if you listen while you jack off please message us and tell us that that probably means they have a problem I mean, maybe. <laughs> or you're you're at your you're at your parents' house for Christmas Day, and you just like and you're, you're like I'm gonna go take a little nap, and you go lay down and you just put on a little hot drinks, and we're like fuck cunt bitch, <laughs> and you're like this is what I needed in my ear holes. So we wanted to do kind of a Christmas themed episode for you. Mm-hmm. So what we have chosen as our topic, Sister Twain, what is our topic tonight? It's a Christmas themed. Topic. So it's one of those times I don't know if I'm going to say it right. Okay. okay. I, I'm pulling mine up too so I can okay. correct you okay. if you're wrong. The top five people that we think should have been at the nativity. Yes. At the nativity. Oh! So Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Uh-huh. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Are given birth in a stable. So they're there for sure. They're there. Okay. I wasn't sure about but that. But who else should have been there? Because oh. we know the shepherds were there. The angels were there. The donkey was there. Whatever. Yeah. The wise men showed up later. Whatever. Who knows? Right, right, right. Who else should have been at that nativity? Who, indeed. So that's what we're here to speak into your ear holes tonight. Cool. Let's take a break. God rest ye, Mary. Jo- 
We're back. Just before you hit record, what did you say? I said I hate fucking gays. <laughs> I meant fucking as an adjective, not as a verb. Right. To be clear. Not you don't. It's not that you hate it when gays are fucking. Right. You just or hate, I don't hate those f- asshole the act of gays. fucking gays. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So. So who should have been at the original nativity? We got Jesus, the right. Savior of the world. We got Mary. Uh-huh. La Madonna. <laughs> we got Joseph. We don't know anything about him. How do you say Joseph in Italian? Giuseppe. Oh, my God. So who else should have been there? So uh, I just want to say that during the break, I asked you, like, how you based yours. Right. Like, did you? Right. Like, because they're cool. Right. Because you want to have right. sex with them. Because <laughs> they made changes in the world. And you went, what did you say? Literally, I don't even remember. You said literally nothing. Yeah. There's no <laughs> rhyme or reason. <laughs> and this was your idea as well. Yeah. But um, I just said, mine are going to be amazing. I'm going to carry the episode. You're fine. <laughs> so who's your number one? So I'm going to start by actually recasting the three wise men. Great. So I'm putting three people in my number one. Okay, great. Oh, okay, okay. Is that cheating? No, not at all. So this is the this is the wise men reimagined. Yes. Wise men 2.0. Right. Marsha P. Johnson, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Judy Garland. <laughs> great. They great. are the three great. wise great. people. This is the gayest, yeah. the gayest wise men <laughs> I've ever heard of. Just, we've got, we've got the incredibly intelligent, Jewish justice. Right. We have got Marsha P. Johnson, right. who represents the queer community, right. the black community. She threw the first brick at Stonewall. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, and did you know that when people asked her what the P stood for, her answer was always, pay it no mind. The P in what? In her name, Marsha P. Johnson. Oh. Pay God, it no I love mind. Her. She's amazing. She'll cut a pitch. And then Judy Garland, you know, here's the thing. We saw that biopic. Well, I did. Were you? No, I didn't come. I was, I had my kids. I was, I never saw it. I don't know. Um, We saw the biopic with uh, Renee Zellweger and she did get nominated for a Golden Globe. Congratulations, But nothing else from the the movie got nominated, which doesn't surprise me. Um, It's too so fucking depressing. Uh, Anyway, and so I'm, I'm, I'm based on. Sorry, based on the fact that that movie, I'm sure, is 100% fact and true and not Hollywoodized at all. Right, right, right. Naturally. <laughs> Two things. She started out so pure. Right. And the studio execs just, like Cecil B. DeMille, mm-hmm. constantly made sure she was either drugged to be able to... Uh, drugged on uppers to be able to go and shoot as long as they needed in one day. Right, right. Cool, cool. And then the, those uppers wouldn't wear off sufficiently for her to sleep at night. So they would give her pills to sleep. Right. And so she ends up this addict. Right. That had n- nothing to do with her. And there is this interview in the movie where I, I can't remember who's interviewing her. It's one of the late night shows. And he says, you know, I, I ask her like, what is it you really want in life and your dreams or right now, you know, and this was like just a couple years before her death. And she goes, I just want what everyone wants. I just want to be at home with my kids, cooking oh, them dinner, cooking, that breaks my heart. tucking them in at night. But she was so broke towards the end of her yeah. life that she couldn't stop working. Right. She couldn't. Course. Yeah, of course. Uh, so those are the three wise men. So is she bringing the myrrh? Is she bringing the frankincense? What's Judy bringing? Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is bringing the frankincense. Okay. Uh, that just seems Jewishy to me. I don't know. Uh, Marsh- no, no offense to any of our Jewish <laughs> Oh, actually, maybe the gold. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm sorry, God, sorry. Jesus. No, God no. Let's it. say Judy's bringing the gold. Okay. Ruth's bringing the frankincense. Marsha P. Johnson's bringing the myrrh because it starts with an M like Because who the fuck knows what myrrh is? <laughs> myrrh, myrrh is queer rights. Yes! Myrrh feels very queer. Okay, so you've recast the three wise men as yeah. three powerful and, women and in I history. And I, I envision them standing there beaming with love, but also judging the hell out of everything, right, which right, is right, amazing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first person that I think should have been at the nativity is Baby Yoda. Okay. Baby Yoda, uh, baby, baby Yoda. I know. I, I know who you're talking about. I have not watched... Uh, it's fine. The Mandolin. What is it called yet? It's called The Mandolin. It it's is? It's called The Mandalorian. Oh, man. 
doesn't Marigold. matter if you it the doesn't Marigold. matter if you have a Disney Plus subscription. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you've seen The Mandalorian. Okay. We just want Baby Yoda everywhere. I mean, I get that. They are so cute. We don't know their gender. Oh. So we're fair. gonna go with they. I appreciate it's not that. actually Yoda, just to be clear. Oh, it's not? No. What? No. Then what is then what the fuck? Why are you even watching oh, it? Oh Jesus. Okay. So <sighs> the Mandalorian. God, okay. Let me see if my drunk addled brain can put this together. The Mandalorian takes place between the prequels of the Star Wars movies and the original Star Wars movies. So between episode three and episode four. Is prequel what you take before you're ready to go to bed and take a NyQuil? Oh, I'm going to take a prequel. (laughs) Um, So it is not actually Yoda because baby Yoda is only 50 years old. And Yoda... In the original Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, is like 500 years old or oh, 900 so years old. So then it's old. just another of his kind. It's another of his kind. So his name's not even Yoda. No. His name officially is The Child. <gasps> That's amazing. But everyone just calls him Baby Yoda. Not on the show, though. No, no. No one on the show calls but him Baby Yoda. But you and I, us just dumbasses. The, the Twitterverse the Twitter yeah. calls yeah, him Baby yeah, Yoda. Yeah, 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 yeah. But oh. wouldn't it be great if Baby Jesus was being born and Baby Yoda was just there, like, in his little carrier, and he was, like, using the force and moving some stuff around? I mean, that makes total sense. Right. So, anyway. People who can move stuff around with their minds. Jesus and Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, Baby, Baby What is Yoda. this song you're singing? I don't know. It's some song. It's a song. You didn't make it up. No. Oh, okay. No. And when I took my children to see um, the new Star Wars, Mm -hmm. which is called, what's it called? The Rise of Skywalker? The Rise. The the first Skywalker? The Erection of... Skywalker Ranch? Anyway, the whole time, (laughs) my daughter and I just kept looking at each other and going, what if if Baby Yoda's about to show up? (laughs) He he never showed Ah! up. He or she, they never showed up. We don't know what Baby... Quit trying to gender Baby Yoda. Uh (laughs) Do you think Baby Yoda uses plastic straws? Because he cares about the sea turtles. <laughs> because they care about the sea turtles. How do you... Do you think that Judy... Okay, Judy Garland. Okay. Back to... Oh, let's back away from Baby Yoda. <laughs> let's take a step towards Judy Garland. Just real quick. Yes. What song do you think she would sing at the nativity? Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Um, all right. What do you think? <laughs> uh... I hadn't thought about it. I just okay. wanted to see what you would say. I mean, that song... Have you seen, like, the video footage of her actually singing that song, like, on TV when she's, like, coaxed out of her mind? Oh, yeah. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, it is. It's really brilliant. And depressing. And so depressing. So depressing. We stand a depressed queen. But it's definitely old Judy that I'm envisioning as one of the three wise men. Right. And do do you know what I mean by old Judy? She was in her fucking 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she looked like she was in her late 60s. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What song do you think uh, Baby Yoda would have sung? Baby Yoda, baby, baby. No. That's right. No. Uh, he would have sung I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. <laughs> Let's take a break. First of all, we don't know if he's a he. Let's take oh, a sorry, break. I'm sorry, they sang it. Hey, we're back. Welcome back. We're talking about the nativity, meaning the birth of Jesus. Yeah. And who else should have been there? Okay. We had Jesus. We had Mary. We had Joseph. Now we have Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Marsha P. Johnson, <laughs> and Judy Garland, uh-huh. and Baby Yoda. And Baby Yoda. Who else is there? Number two. Who's your number two? My number two is Emma Thompson. <laughs> okay. Tell us more. <laughs> I never know with you. No. Um, which is why I stick around. <laughs> that's, um, that's why we were so successful. <laughs> the charm. So, Emma Thompson. Think back across her career. Yes. Her British I mean, actress. Yes. Um, she came on the map in the early 90s, I believe. Right. Yeah. Um, in Dead Something? Dead Something Dead? Deadpool? Mm, no. Uh, with her then-husband, Kenneth Branagh. Okay. Whatever movie that was. Much to do about nothing? No, it was dead something. Okay, Jesus. You could have done some research. <laughs> it doesn't or, matter. Okay, it's fine. Anyways, she went on to do some Shakespeare. She went on to be uh, the one with the real Coke bottle glasses on Harry Potter, the professor. Trelawney. Thank you. Um, 
But take away all those like character roles yeah. and insert all the roles where they're more about just bringing whatever she's got, her honesty yeah. from, from, from deep down Emma. Uh, Love Actually. So good. Uh, and some others. And <laughs> again, I didn't make a list. You've really it's done your research. The week before Christmas. You guys, we're so fucking busy and we're so tired. I am angry. And angry um, at Jesus. <laughs> Why did he have to fucking be born? He never takes the wheel. No. Um, so <laughs> uh there is just something that is so real and pure and genuine every time they see her on the screen i love her and i'm and i saw the movie she did this summer which was late night and it was a shit movie right right but she was wonderful in it i mean i it was hard to see past the shitty writing right but she was still bringing that emma thompson thing she's kind of like meryl streep like even if the writing is terrible She's going to deliver, like, a solid, solid performance. Um, And I just, like, every time I see her in something, I'm just like, I love being a human being because Emma Thompson's a human being. Yeah. So at the birth of our Lord and Savior, (laughs) is she, like, the doula? Ooh, that's good. I like that. I, I feel like, like that she too. would be very she would be very comforting. She would have that British accent. Yeah, she would yeah. be like, All right, Mary, we're gonna push again. No, no we're gonna right. you know. But also I you kind should of do the accents. I don't do accents. <laughs> but also I can kind of see her in between contractions. I thought you were gonna say in between Mary's legs. I could well, I mean, I already pictured that when you said the doula thing, but yeah. in between contractions I can just see her getting up and like chatting with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Right. Doing a monologue from Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> right. And just ch- just making everyone feel welcome and comfortable. Do you remember that movie, Much Ado About Nothing? Of course I do, with Kenneth Branagh. Jesus. That movie. I was so horny for that movie. Yeah. Because you remember that scene at the beginning where they like all bathed because the like. Yeah. Oh, it's time God. to get ready. There were so many butts in that. Yeah. And I was just a little, a little baby queer. I was <laughs> like, look at all these butts. That's when we knew each other in the college. Um, was that one that was out? Was oh, when yeah. we were in college? Oh, yes. So I. I wasn't a baby queer. I was like a 20-year-old queer. That's a baby queer. But I still was like, look at all those butts. Baby queer, baby, 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 baby queer. queer. Um, what's your number two? My number two, I couldn't think of a specific person. I wanted to. Oh. But it's it's somehow, it's like, I, I picture Colonel Sanders <laughs> from KFC, but it's not him. <laughs> it's like the embodiment of the Republican Party is at the birth of baby Jesus. And here's why. Because the story of Jesus is the story of immigrants (laughs) and refugees who were kicked out and turned away by property owners. And the Republican Party, who proclaims to be the party of Jesus Mm -hmm. and like family values and Christianity and whatever. Right. Are all property owners, and they love to turn away an immigrant and a refugee. Yeah, nothing makes a Republican dick harder <laughs> than turning away an immigrant or refugee from their property. So I just kind of want—I don't know—I just kind of want whatever whoever he is, Colonel Sanders, the representation of the of the Republican Party, because I just kind of feel like they're all like old white men, like Boss Hog. They're like. Yeah, Remember Boss Hog from oh, the Dukes yeah. of Hazard. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I feel like I feel like the Republican Party is like we we don't oh, what was here, we don't we we hate people or something. <laughs> anyway, and so you want them there? I just want them to be there to remember that, like this thing, this this like Christianity that they so espouse to, and like oh, we just we're just here to protect family values, yeah. and we just oh. What if those queer people get married? What will ever happen? Uh-huh. I just want to remind them all that they turned their back on Christianity a long time ago. Right. And they turned their back on family values a long time ago. And I just want Boss Hog or Colonel Sanders to be like, uh-huh. oh, yeah. Like, I'm re- an asshole. I'm an asshole. And here is the thing that I have professed to love and care about my whole life. But it's really a story about refugees being turned turned away by property owners. And do you see them right there next to the manger or him, him right there next to the manger? Do you see him like peeking in and wanting to, to get in? And I mean, I feel like inside the inn, there is a KFC counter. It's like when you go to a gas station, there's like a subway in there. <laughs> 
go inside the inn. Like you go in the inn, there's like the check-in area, there's like the tavern, and then over in the corner there's a KFC. Yeah. And Colonel Sanders is working over there. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. He's got that corn that has no flavor. (laughs) He's he's serving you up the country's best biscuits. (laughs) And then he like goes on his smoke break and he's like smoking. And he's like, what's happening over here in the stable? And he peeks his head in. And then there's a baby being born with Emma Thompson guiding the baby out of the room. Right, right. And he's like, oh, that's the savior of the world. He's... He's a refugee. Yeah. I'm a property owner and I turned him away. And he'll see that baby Jesus is not white. Sure. That's important. He's Middle Eastern, yeah. That is important. And then floating behind baby Jesus is this little kind of metal egg-shaped thing with baby Yoda sitting inside of it. (laughs) And he thinks, why is there an alien here? We don't have an answer for that. We don't. But. But we like the way it makes his mind stretch and bend. We do. We do a little bit. That's what we're really liking about this. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So So we've got Boss Hog GOP guy. Right. Emma Thompson. Going, hey now, what's going on in what's, here? What's happening here with the babies being oh, born? Oh, I just Who, feel. Who's that brown baby coming uh, into the world? That baby Jesus. And then he realizes he's an asshole. Right, right, And then right, Emma right. Thompson looks up from between Mary's legs and says, yes, you are an asshole. Right. And, uh, and then Baby Yoda doesn't say anything because he doesn't talk. Right. And then... The three wise men are not saying anything because they don't want to give him the time of day. No. And they're just like giving him, what do you call it when you look at someone nasty? A nasty look? You know, I thought that was like a little slang. Are you asking for a gay thing? No. This feels very, I feel very attacked. In East LA, I hear it's called You're Shining Someone On. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. And then Marsha B. Johnson throws a brick at him. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take- Okay, so we're at the birth of the Savior. The actual Savior. And we've got Emma Thompson between Mary's knees. We've got Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Martha B. Johnson, mm-hmm. and Judy Garland with gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Right. Baby Yoda's floating in his thing. Yeah. The GOP is watching from the corner. Yeah. yeah. Learning, and he looks like Colonel Sanders. Right. Who's the third person that should have been at the nativity? Okay. <clears throat> the third person is the... Myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like me, my me, like you, sister twain. Sister twain. Yeah. You're there. Because look, it's like that moment in Mr. Kruger's Christmas. Right. When Mr. Kruger has that dream slash vision mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. red nightmare, mm-hmm. whatever. Um where all of a sudden, he's there at the birth of Christ, like, and there's baby Jesus, and he's talking to him, and he's crying, and he's not saying anything religious. He's just having a conversation with this baby. Right. And then it's just like, yeah, like, the things that Jesus represents, it's like, it's all about us and humanity, and so why wouldn't I be there? Okay. Did you bring a present? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a single mom. Right. You're like, Jesus, <laughs> I cannot afford a present. <laughs> if you wanted a present, yeah. you should have blessed me with some money. <laughs> Can he bless people with money even when he's a baby? I mean, so uh, Jesus had to grow up and learn all this, this how to cast spells and stuff because right. he's a queer witch. Because he's a queer witch. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he can. I don't, you know, let's, let's say for a minute, I believe in Jesus that okay. believe Jesus was real, like actually existed. Right. Um, I don't think he was like a demigod or anything. Do you think he did not exist at all? Uh, I mean, the jury's out on okay. that. I'm okay. kind of like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me and I don't You're kind care. of agnostic about Jesus. Jesus is just all right with me. <laughs> That's a song lyric. From who? A song. Jesus is just a uh, Doobie Brothers. Jesus is just all right with me. Jesus is just all right. Oh, yeah. You don't know that song? Oh, of course I don't. Of course, of course you course don't. don't. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, well, who did I say? You. Myself. Oh. <laughs> um, and, and by myself, I really mean all of us. Oh, wow. <laughs> And you're just kind of walking around and talking to everybody. I feel like everybody. this is the end of the Peanuts Christmas special when like, the tree <laughs> gets r- just really full. 
What does Holding they sing my a song? I keep thinking they're oh, singing. Christmas. Da, oh, Christmas. Oh, I think it's that's no. a different Christmas I mean, special. I think the end song is uh, Bethlehem. How does the Bethlehem song? Oh Bethlehem, oh Bethlehem. No, that's all Christmas tree. <laughs> ah, fuck. <sighs> it, who the fuck cares? But anyway, you're there myself representing all of us. And so let's you're take like, hey a- Emma. That's it. And we're just making jokes. I loved you in Love Actually. We're making jokes. And Mary's like, guys, can you be focused, please? Yeah. Um, she's in a lot of pain. They didn't yeah. have uh, no. anesthesia or no. uh, whatever it was. Uh, but look, uh, let's take it a step further. And like energetically, and I'm being serious, like energetically what Jesus represents. Um, he's not better than us. We're right. all made of the same stardust. So... Myself, but I'm not the baby. I'm not baby Jesus. That's oh. not what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> You're just a guest. You're like, I got that. I just a guess. And I probably, I'm not talking very much, but I interject no. when I feel the comedic timing is correct. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. You'll be like, hey, your water broke, Mary, or something funny. <laughs> something funny. Something funny. Along and then she'll those be lines. like, it did? No, I was no, just it teasing. I was just, just joshing you. Who's your number three? Nouvelle Toi. <laughs> Is it a French person? No. So my number three is Mary's gay best friend, Brian. Because uh, <laughs> if anybody can make a baby shower sparkle in the like a last minute baby shower, yeah. it's a gay. Okay. A so, gay named Brian. So does he come donning it's gifts? It's spelled with an I, not with a Y. <laughs> Jesus. That's the straight way. Yeah. I think. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, I guess Brian wouldn't say Jesus because that's the name of Mary's child. <laughs> oh no, I think he would. He would be like Jesus Christ. It's spelled with a with an I. <laughs> so Mary's like, "Hey Brian, so I'm having this baby. Like, I don't know who the father is. Like, it just happened one day." And Brian's like, "You slut." And then Mary's like, "But I really want to have a baby shower. But the thing is, is we're just going to be in a stable, and there's just going to be animals and hay." And Brian's like, "I got you." <laughs> And then Brian is, like, weaving the hay together. He's making a wreath. There's, like, a funny game where you have to guess, like, which animal pooped in the diaper. Like, Brian's, like, bringing it all. Pin the hay on the other piece of hay. Pin the, pin the hay on the other piece of hay. Yeah. So Mary's gay BFF Brian is there. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, Joseph. And Joseph's like, hey, Brian. Joseph doesn't like Brian. Right, I mean, he But Brian's, the- like, kind of attracted to Joseph because he's got the he beard. Yeah. He's a carpenter, which means forearms. Oh, oh. Lots of forearms. Some shoulders, some biceps. A little shoulders, a little. He's older. He's kind of got, like, a daddy vibe because oh he's older than Mary. Fuck. Because Mary's, like, what, 15? You're fucking- we don't know. Uh, yeah, I think she was actually 13. Yeah, God, like, raped her when she was 13. <laughs> which made it okay for Joseph Smith to do the 14-year-old thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> So, so just, Mary Gay BFF Brian yeah, is there. Yeah. He's like organizing the animals. He's making some decor. He's lighting uh-huh. some candles. He's like, we're not having this baby with overhead lighting. Okay. We're doing some <laughs> candle lighting. He lights some torches and some lanterns. Right. He has a nice appetizer plate set out. Right. Is he anything like uh, for aromatherapy? Does he have like yeah. some, is it incense? Is it essential oils? It's myrrh. He's burning the myrrh. Oh, I thought you said you didn't know what myrrh was. I have no fucking idea. Uh-huh. But I bet it smells good. Like, if you were at a fancy, bougie candle shop and the candle said, like, myrrh and cedarwood, wouldn't you be like, that sounds delicious? Oh, I'd buy it. You'd buy like, it. I, I, it didn't matter. It. You'd cream yeah. your pants uh-huh. and you'd buy it. Yeah. You'd be like, myrrh and cedarwood. Like, we don't know what myrrh smells like. Cardamom, bergamot. I have no idea what those things are. But Card- I buy those things. <laughs> that, that is the name of your, your one-woman show. Cardamom, bergamot. I don't know what those things are. The Latter-day Twain story. Anyway, so Mary's gay BFF Brian is there. <laughs> this is how you know it's quality podcast recording. This is this is when you know that the MeUndies sponsorship is just moments away. Is when you're like hacking up along in the background. My laughter makes. Anyway, me Brian. Brian. And Mary's like, oh my god, Brian, thank you so much. It looks so nice in here, even though it's a manger. And I'm literally laying in donkey shit as I give birth to the savior of the world. And Brian's like, it's totally fine, Mary. I totally love you. And where I can see, like, Emma Thompson's, like, perfect comedic timing yeah. and kind of dry. Oh, she loves humor. Brian. Right. But I also, I can see, Mary appreciates that in Emma. Right. But it's Brian that really takes yeah, the edge off, yeah. really makes her belly right, laugh. Right, And And Emma is so glad Brian is there. Oh, Emma, yeah. Emma is just like, oh, Brian, you're such a treat. Right. And Emma can really focus on her job a little bit right, more because right. Brian's there. She's like, lift your legs up, Mary. Right. 
Emma's cockney now. I can't do a British <laughs> accent to save my fucking life. And then, you know, as the contractions get closer together, I think Brian comes over and stands next to me. Yeah. And then we talk. And then you're you're just eating like one of those dry Italian breadsticks, those grissini yeah, they're yeah, called. Yeah. You're just like, hey, Brian. I'm like, hey, Brian. Yeah. And then he's like, Mary's just, Mary's not going to be able to go out later. Because, you know. You're like, it's fine. I got you. We'll, yeah. we'll and go then, out. And then we go out for drinks right. later. What do you think they drank back then for alcohol? Mead. Oh, I think that was more like. Medieval way, times? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. This is pre-medieval times. Yeah. So it was like. Just uh, wine. Yeah. Probably. But but why wine? We just mean like it was like some grape juice mixed with like urine, an old man's piss. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got drunk off that. Brian and I didn't care. We just wanted to get drunk. Oh little town oh, you of Bethlehem. Mm. Have you ever <coughs> thought about how Frosty the Snowman's a terrible Christmas song? I think so many of them are terrible Christmas songs. It's like not even about Christmas. It's just about a snowman. Yeah. Never even mentions Christmas. And here's the thing. In a hundred years. Right. When Christianity is more like a, uh, uh, not, not a prevalent thought or, or, right. or, or, or system and of thought. And we're all buried under a melted ice cap. <laughs> we're just like in 10 feet of when water. When it's more just like a, oh yeah, remember Christianity? I think we'll be singing just wintertime songs. More Frosty the Snowman. More Rudolph. Okay. I have a friend that has, a, has an idea that Frosty the Snowman is such a terrible Christmas song that he should just write a Christmas song called Jennifer the Winter Pony. <laughs> And it's just about a pony named Jennifer at, that loves, loves the winter. And it's like, cloppity, clop, clop, cloppity, clop, clop. Look at Jennifer go. It's the same level of Christmasness. Is this someone I know? Yeah, it is. I'll tell you on the break. Is it the it's Gary this, we like to call Bruce? No. It's the oh. same level of Christmasness now. Frosty the Snowman and Jennifer the Winter <laughs> Pony. Anyway. So we're at the nativity. Yeah. Emma Thompson's between Mary's knees. Yeah. The GOP is looking from the background. You're eating a Grissini. Yeah. Brian the gay is setting up a... Twirling around. Twirling around. We've got Marsha P. Johnson, Ruth, Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg, Ginsburg, and Judy, Judy Garland. Garland with gold frankincense and myrrh. <clears throat> Baby Yoda's in his little floating egg thing. Yeah. Who is the fourth guest at the nativity? It is a hybrid... <laughs> Ready? I'm so ready. Okay. I was born ready. Of David Bowie and Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. I mean, and I don't think it really needs any explanation, so. <laughs> so that's all. <laughs> Are they singing? You know, I think they're strumming. Okay. You know, and not singing any of their, like, Standard classics. Mm-hmm. They're not. They might be singing some Jesus Christmas songs. Okay, but they're also. But they're really just kind of strumming. And remember, it's not plural. I'm just saying there because it's a hybrid. Right. And and David Bowie was. I mean, come on. He never said it, but he was. Were, yeah. He was non-binary. Yeah. And and I mean, Prince had to be non-binary. Too. Yeah, they both were. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they're so just kind of strumming. Okay. They they are the the music genius that comes from them. Right. Is the only music worthy to be at the birth of Christ, and and, and it just oozes. It oozes. Are they kind of taking the place of like the little drummer <clears throat> boy? No, because uh, I think they believe the children were our future. And so. <laughs> Have you ever, as a parent, you've had babies, right? Yeah. Babies that come out of your vagina. Four of them. Four. Have you ever thought like what a comfort it would be if you're laying there, you've just you've just squeezed this baby out of your vagina. Yeah. Things have torn. What's the thing that tears during the birth? Your perineum, which your is perineum your which torn. is your taint. Your taint has torn. <laughs> you're holding your like baby. It looks like it's covered in cherry jello. Yeah. And then a little boy comes in and he's like, I'm here to play my drum for you, love. Because he's the little drummer. Jesus Christ. That's not a good baby gift. Maybe there's a drum roll before the baby comes out. 
Uh, you know, I think it's later when he's a few days old and okay. everyone's coming and it's like party time. But for real, like what a shitty gift. Be for real. Just you're going to play some drum music yeah. for me? I don't so need I, that. Back to the David okay. Bowie Prince hybrid. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we could call him Proey. <laughs> or. Or DeVince. Yeah. <laughs> Gentle listeners, if you can think of a really great name for a David Bowie Prince hybrid, let us know. Was it up. just that you couldn't choose between David Bowie and Prince? Or do you think there's a reason they need to be merged together? Because for me, they have a lot of the same energy. Uh, sure. Um, but they're also so unique unto themselves. Right. Uh, I mean, it's just like combining the magic okay. of the two of them. The musical believe, magic. I can't believe people actually subscribe to and listen to this podcast. <laughs> like there are hundreds of people right now that are listening to this. That are like, good point. That's a good point. So my number four is Maleficent. <laughs> because I feel like... What the birth of the Savior was lacking was a little drama. We needed a shady queen to show up and be like, be like, I was not invited to this stable birth. And when this baby is 16 years old, he will prick his finger on a spindle. You know, like every, every birth of every baby needs an angry... Great aunt, dark fairy, with power, cursing yeah. the baby yeah. okay. and saying that that baby will die. And <laughs> she's like, "When this baby is thirty-three <laughs> years old, he will be nailed to, <laughs> to a, a cross. cross." That's what every yeah. birth needs. Oh wow! Because don't you think the story of the birth of Jesus is kind of boring? I mean, come on, yeah. It's very Republican. <sighs> it's very much like we're refugees, and they're like, "We're landowners. <clears throat> fuck you!" Right. And then they go into a stable, and then they have a baby. And it was really, you know, to travel, to follow that star, you had to have money, I'm sure. That's true. Fuck so that. So it it's a bunch of the upper middle class yeah. with <clears throat> their money following that star. Yeah. So anyway. Just feels really boring. Why is there no dark fairy queen showing up cursing the baby? And so did she follow the star? Is that how she knew about it? No, she was just there. But I mean, how did she know? She's fucking Maleficent. Oh, she knows she, things. It literally in the movie she says, "I have all the powers of hell." Oh yeah, she does. Like it's, that's and it's the best. Yeah, it's the fucking best. I mean, if you really, if you want to rank the Disney villains, Gaston is like every straight man you've ever met at the bottom of the. And TV. then at the end of that list of like evilness is Maleficent, who has the, all the powers of hell. Oh, it's so she's she's the evilest of all the evil. God, that's I why just, she was there. Just imagine anyway. her like over me, like. <laughs> Straddling me. Are we having a sexual fantasy about Maleficent? Oh, hell yeah. Is it Angelina Jolie Maleficent? No. It's cartoon. Cartoon Maleficent? Yeah. Did she turn into a dragon during your lovemaking? Maybe just her head. (laughs) But not her vagina. I just need human vagina. What's a dragon vagina like? Ow. (laughs) Let's take a break. Spiky. Okay, it's the birth of Jesus. Okay, so. Emma Thompson's between his knees. Yeah. We've got the three wise ladies there. (coughs) Marsha B. Johnson. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh Judy Garland. Right. Baby Yoda's floating in his little egg thing. You're there. Uh Uh-huh. Representing all of humanity. (laughs) Mary's gay best friend Brian is there. Planning the baby shower. Uh Uh-huh. Maleficent is there. Cursing everybody. Right. And Colonel Sanders is like peeking through a window thinking about the future of the modern GOP. Did I miss somebody? Oh, and Prince and David, some weird Prince David boy hybrid is there strumming. Yes. On a guitar. Right. So that's the, I mean, that's amazing. Oh my God. So who's the fifth person that should have been at the nativity? Um, the owner of the restaurant I work for. Oh, okay. His name's Moody. Oh, I love Moody. And here's why. Okay. Does Moody listen to this podcast? No. Oh, God, I hope not. Um, Because Moody intimidates me. (laughs) Because he's a beautiful gay. His body's rock hard. All the beautiful gays intimidate me. Um, So, Moody is a young man. He's 31. 
Right. He is from Lebanon. Right. He had to evacuate in 2006 because there was a war. Yes. In Lebanon. Yes. And he came to Utah because he has an aunt that lives here. Um, and he thought, I am going to go to America and I'm going to be able to be gay because it's against oh. the law in Lebanon. He was Bless his little gay heart. It was either Utah State or Weber. I can't remember which one. And he was 18 and he, uh, you know, signed up to go to classes and he showed up in tight jeans and a cutoff t-shirt. Is that what you call it when it's cut off at the waist? Like a crop? A crop top. Fuck. Yeah. I'm really turned on right now. It was pink and in glitter letters it said, fuck off. No, it did not. And he walked in to this Mormon, mostly Mormon classroom, either in wherever the fuck Weber or Utah State are. Right. Um, And everyone looked at him like he was an alien. Right. Um, but he was so excited to just be himself. Right. He's still that way to this day. Yes. He took some time though to find himself first after he did college. He spent three months in the wilderness, like building trails and, um, just sleeping outdoors and just like three straight months, like just being in nature. People are so emotionally healthy. (laughs) Shocking to me. Um, he... And his current husband, who he is in the process of splitting from, right, were one of the three couples that sued the state of Utah in 2014 so that... For the right to marry. For, right, for the right to marry, and they won. Right. And this was the year before Obama made it legal, and their winning their case helped yeah. to make it federal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um... And he's all about queer rights. He donates food and the uh, private event space that we have in the restaurant all the time. He donates stuff for free to uh, nonprofits like Planned Parenthood, the Rape Recovery Center, um, other refugee organizations, yeah. uh, organizations that do rights for disabled people. Um, <clears throat> and we're constantly doing things for the Utah Pride Center. Right. Um. And he has had the rainbow flag um, in front of his restaurant since he opened it three years ago. And four or five different times now it's been vandalized right. and he's had to replace it. And the newest replacement is the Progress Pride flag. Do you know Which what that I, is? Yeah, I saw it on his Instagram. <clears throat> I loved it. Yeah, so look it up if you don't know what the Progress <clears throat> Pride flag is. And he's opening up a bar <clears throat> in the back room of the restaurant, which is the same size as the actual restaurant space, Mm -hmm. the dining area. And he's like, it is just going to be as queer as can be. It is going to be a queer safe space and it's going to be educational, meaning like the art on the walls is going to be very gregariously queer. God, I love it. Yeah. Um, He's going to commission a few queer artists to do portraits of Madonna. So he's going to have portraits of Madonna all over the place. And he's like, it's just going to be gay. And it's going to be a place where people can come and talk about sex and talk about queerness and feel completely safe. So I think that Moody. So that Jesus had someone to look up to. Right. Like they're totally simpatico, right? Yeah. I will never go to that bar. (laughs) I'm already intimidated (laughs) by that bar. (laughs) Safe space. I know, but like, <coughs> I'm already intimidated. I know. I mean, it's going to be way too cool for me. I am so glad you're not going to therapy. Thank God. I know. I mean, imagine. <laughs> it would be over for you bitches if I went to therapy. Okay, so my fifth person that I want at the nativity is Lizzo. I love you. <laughs> Lizzo. Tell me. You guys, Lizzo. Lizzo. She's an amazing songstress. Songstress. And beyond that, she is this weird, powerful force about like self-love and acceptance and belief 
It's kind of like yours. It's kind of so Jesus had someone to look up to. Mm. Like Jesus should look up to Lizzo and right. be like, she's got some great ideas. Yeah. I'm going to take some of take some notes from her playbook. Right. I mean, that's um, why that that was behind my choice of my three wise men too. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw Lizzo in concert when she was here. Oh yeah. She was great. It was right on the cusp of everyone having a freak out about Lizzo. Yeah, like it was that's what that's what I love about it is because I was able like I feel like now if I tried to see Lizzo in concert, it would cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. We'd be in some big stadium. She'd be at the Viv. Yeah, I think I paid like twenty five dollars for tickets. It was at this like not super great location right. in Salt Lake City. <clears throat> I was very high on a marijuana brownie <laughs> when I watched the concert. <laughs> but I just think like she like I get a little annoyed. There's sort of this there's sort of this trend in, you know, kind of Instagram culture where like people love to <clears throat> post like an, an a great quote or a great thought about, you know, believing in yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those things are great and sometimes they're powerful and you read them and you go, "Wow, this is interesting." And sometimes you read them and you're just like doing the jerk off symbol with your hand and you're like, "Get the fuck over yourself." You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like there can be a tendency to like do a little overkill of like, "Isn't this a great quote?" But Lizzo consistently like says things still that kind of blow my mind and that kind of make me really stop and think. Here's what she said recently, Lizzo. God damn it. I had it I had it all like You had it queued up. I had it all queued up and now I can't find it. Oh, I do have it. Okay. So she tweeted this um yesterday because she just was on SNL, which I haven't watched yet. <clears throat> right. And she and she posted two pictures, one of her on SNL dressed like the Statue of Liberty, and one of her in a really cheap, shitty Statue of Liberty costume. And she said, <laughs> on the left was when I worked for Liberty Taxes. Wait, as you, a, this was Lizzo? Yes. Oh. She said, on the left was when I worked for Liberty Taxes as a sign spinner. On the right is my SNL debut. Don't stop. We need you. Your time is coming. Okay, I saw that tweet, and I didn't realize that was Lizzo. It was Lizzo. Oh, my God. Jesus. Like, that was more inspiring me to anything Thomas S. Monson ever said. Oh, well, I mean, that, I mean, I mean, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, there's just something about the way she frames things. Don't stop. We need you. Your time is coming. Oh, that is Lizzo. It's really beautiful. It's not oh. like believe in your dreams or Don't something that stop. feels. She's like, we need, we need you. you. And We're she's waiting for to me. you. She's talking to you. Yeah. She's not talking to me. <laughs> she's like, you're fine. You can stop. You've done what we need you to do. Go ahead and stop. But she's talking to you. I totally. Your time the is coming. It is. It's coming. I feel it. Do I you? Really, I do. And here's one of the reasons why I know. Uh huh. I keep seeing. Uh, the numbers four four everywhere. So. Is that a sign? I think so. Okay, great. Anyway, um, <clears throat> speaking okay. of your time coming. Uh oh, we're talking about my orgasms. No. Okay. I remember probably twenty fifteen. Oh shit! People were like, "This is this next year, twenty sixteen. That's your year." <laughs> I I can, don't worry, I can sense it, brother. Coffee. Yeah. And then at the end of twenty sixteen, people were like, "You know what? I have a I have a feeling twenty seventeen. <laughs> it's your year." Big yeah. things are going to happen for you in yeah. 2017. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of 2017, people were like, I have a feeling 2018. <laughs> 2018's your year. It's going to happen. Yeah. I just can sense it. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of 2018, people were like, they didn't say anything because at that <laughs> point, they were like, it's not fucking going to happen. So has anyone said to you yet? Oh, God, no. Wait, wait. I can just sense that 2020 is really going to suck ass for you. I mean, they should. <laughs> that would be a more accurate statement. Maybe if they say the opposite thing then it will happen but lizzo's waiting for you is what what i really want the people point to take is away. That she needs lizzo, lizzo's waiting yeah, for us all yeah you're so not gonna your, wake up no. and she's gonna be at the foot of your bed no oh jesus uh, <laughs> that's not gonna happen i used to have dream uh, like i used to have like daydreams of that kind of thing like lizzo I would, no <clears throat> as a child that i'd wake up and uh my celebrity crush would be lying next to me like who was your celebrity crush uh, Henry Thomas from E.T. Okay, fair. And also, <laughs> Good choice. And also Jason Bateman from Silver oh, Spoons. Oh, yeah. We were all we there. Were all we crushing, were all there. Crushing it. Uh, but anyway. Uh, he could crush me. Your time is coming and you are needed. Stop whatever it is you're doing. And I don't know what I'm saying now. <laughs> great advice from Lizzo to you. All right, let's take a break that and then let's great. wrap it up. Yeah, we're going to wrap this shit up. Jesus has like never been so happy present. to be born. We should wrap Jesus up in swaddling clothes. 
Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Oh. It's funny every time. That vine is funny every time. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry I don't Chrysler. know what you're talking about. You don't? <clears throat> no. Why are you so old? I'm not. I, vines are old. Your mom is old. <laughs> I mean, Jesus has never been happier than he was when he was born on this day with Lizzo yeah. and and Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah. Was it, who who did you have on your list? <laughs> Emma Thompson. And I'm all yeah. Ruth Gader, Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> yes. Baby Yoda. Judy Garland. The GOP. Marsha P. Johnson. Pay your, up no mind. Yourself. <clears throat> Maleficent. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I mean, that is a that is a queer birth in a stable. Do you think that Maleficent would talk to me? Probably. She'd probably be kind of into you, don't you think? She would probably, like, be that bitch that's like, she thinks she's all that, but she also needs some human connection. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's a dark fairy. <laughs> She's a dark fairy. I mean. You say it like a thing that happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah. It that's just, it. That's baby Jesus's birth. Fucking great. Oh, and the, the David Bowie Prince hybrid, right. which is the best part. <laughs> For sure. It was better than that all of yours. That was my favorite segment. <laughs> I love I, it when you say segment. I, as I listened to, as I wrote down all my very funny answers, <laughs> and then you said this David Bowie Prince hybrid that's strumming. I thought that's the best one. She's come up with the best one again. Again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just dying. Um, uh, you know, it sounds like one of those things where you find out, like, two celebrities are best friends, but they've never been in a movie together or worked together, and you're just, like, so happy that they're best friends. Like Lizzo and Emma Thompson. Like, I would be, yes, like, I would be so happy to hear, like, that Jesus was hanging out with these people, and you know he is. Yeah, that's true. Because it's some of true. them are dead. It's kind of like how, <clears throat> like, have you, well, you haven't noticed because you're straight. You're a straight woman. Well. You're a moderately queer woman. For all intents and purposes. Sure. <clears throat> have you ever noticed how, like, Tom Holland is, like, really into Jake Gyllenhaal because they were in that movie together? Are they into each other? Is he into, how, why would I? Anyway. Anyway. If what? that's what you were saying. Oh, yeah. Celebrities <laughs> being friends. <laughs> So here's the thing, Tom Hall, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, or Tom Holland. One of them posted a photo, but in the photo is Tom Holland laying his head on Jake oh, Gyllenhaal's chest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he kind of loves him. Yeah. And then guess who commented on it? Who? Sean Mendez, and said, "What a cute photo." He's that pop star that's gay, but that we don't know he's gay yet. You, I don't think you mean Sean Mendez. Who do I mean? Sam. <laughs> Sam Mendez. <laughs> Sam. This is a great segment. <laughs> anyway. No, I mean Sean Mendes, don't I? Is he, who is he? He's a pop star, and he's dating that Camilla Cabello or something. I think, oh, he's straight? Well, allegedly, but he's oh, not really. Then I'm not, it's not who I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Sean Mendes. <clears throat> I was right. Look, it's him. I'm pulling it up I, on my Google images. I, I'm looking at him, and I have no clue. He's a I've pop star. He's allegedly straight. He's dating this girl. I don't know who that is Camilla either. Cabello. Okay. But they do, like, really weird, awkward <coughs> kissing because he's clearly gay. I'm bored to tears. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> celebrities are friends. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you. I have not liked for the first year that I can remember saying Merry Christmas this year. Well, it's because Trump gave it back to us. <laughs> and we don't want anything that he gave. No. Wait, you haven't <coughs> liked saying Merry I, Christmas? I haven't. Why? Um... <coughs> Is it because you're dead inside? It's like saying I believe in Santa Claus. That's yeah. what it feels like okay, to me fair, right now. Fair. Um, and a lot of people have been posting, a lot of my friends have been posting like things about their solstice celebrations, their right. solstice tree instead of Christmas tree. And right. I really love that. I love the changing of that narrative. So yeah. thank you if you're one of those people. <coughs> yeah, and Excuse solstice me, was fucking... last night, which means that we're uh, coming out of the darkness. So that's a lovely yeah. thing. The next day, there's just we're no more darkness. No, but I mean, like we are, we've we've crossed. <laughs> we're we're the, on the other yeah, side. Yeah, we're of on it. the other side. Like yeah, it, to, as of today, yeah, it's just getting lighter. Every uh-huh. night is getting lighter. All those things. So yeah. anyway, yeah. it is. I don't know what we're talking about. We're kind of rambling. Well, so this is a podcast it's called <laughs> Hot Drinks. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at instagram.com slash hot drinks. Mm-hmm. We do a fun little feature each week called Things We Saw in Brother Coffee's House, which is where we describe something that we found in my house. 
I still haven't posted your woodland couple. Okay, well, you're gonna. <coughs> that's what we're gonna post. Okay. My my gay woodland couple. Oh, they're amazing. And oh. if you want to see what they look like, you should go follow our Instagram at Hot Drinks on Instagram. You can also find us on Twitter at Hot Drinks. You can email us at Hot Drinks for the Belly. Yeah. At gmail.com. <coughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon. Most importantly. Uh, at www.patreon.com slash hot drinks if you want to help support the podcast and help us, you know, have the time and the resources and the whatever to make this podcast. It really, really is helpful. It's really helpful and it's really wonderful. And um, we love your messages and your comments on Patreon or your emails. Like, we love to hear from you guys. Um, we also would love, as our, we, we mentioned this a couple episodes ago, as our Christmas gift Please review us on iTunes. Tell a friend about us. <coughs> spread what? the good word of the hot drinks. One of our gentle listeners gave us a five-star review today. I love it. Oh, really? Today? Uh-huh. I need to go look at it. Yeah. And then our final thing I want to mention is this month, our Patreon. So one of so our top-tier Patreons, which we call the glory of... Gary? The glory of my butthole? What's the top tier? <sighs> I don't remember. Why are we you the guys, worst? we've had a lot of drinks. Anyway, the top tier Patreons every month get a gift in the mail from us. This month, the gift they received was a lovely piece of jewelry from Aspera Jewelry, which is a local jewelry company. So you should check them out at AsperaJewelry.com. Yes. They are the unofficial sponsor of hot drinks this yeah, month. Yeah, unofficial. Anyway, we're making a lot of sense. <coughs> we got to go to bed. We got to wrap some Christmas presents tomorrow. Oh my God, you got to pack your fucking I'm luggage. I'm flying out tomorrow. Yeah, you got to pack I your I have luggage. to go borrow luggage. I'm borrowing luggage from you, and then I have to go out to Murray. Murray! Murray! To get another piece of it. Let's take it. Let's. I was going to say let's take a break, but let's not take a break. Let's, let's just go end to bed. it. Let's, let's end, end it. it. We're going to bed. Merry Christmas. Or no. Solstice. Happy Hanukkah. Solstice. Merry Solstice. Merry winter. It's winter time. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler's fine. We can always say Merry Chrysler. I don't like that because I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You're so old. Bye. Hey, Good bye. night.